Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him, and I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I., what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just but, a magnum. Yeah, just a magnum. Come on, Cam, last year, we said probably 150, mid-150. Yeah. Same doe from the morning come out with that nine-pointer. Here, here steps out this 90-inch eight-pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90-inch eight-pointer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah, like And he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He, he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been at a buck down at 1.40 in the afternoon back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 2.45, 24 yards shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you kill that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. We come down here to Missouri. My ass Comey one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops. Sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, and we're coming from way out west this week. We're actually absolutely yelling at the guys in the Midwest <laughs> <laughs> to reach you guys, but we have the Mountain Archery Fest on, and we're talking to Brandon. He is the creator. Uh, guy has created an absolute awesome event, a um, lot of stuff going on, Um Man, we'll leave it at that. He explains it really good, where you guys can find more information. Um, something that we wish we could do, but if, like, in this episode we talk about if a guy's going to go out there and hunt, this is, like, an absolute 
dream come true to get some real time action out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we can do it. It's just the logistics of us getting out there is the issue. Yeah, Which, yeah. Just what else the, is new? <laughs> yeah, what else is new? <laughs> Nothing. If we didn't have five kids combined, two <laughs> yeah. wives, we could probably make it happen. Yeah, but, we could uh, be out there in June for sure. Yeah. But uh, the uh, the 26 hour drive would be a little rough. But they are talking about coming up to Minnesota, which wouldn't be too bad. We could definitely make that happen. Yep. Get Logan together, get the last breath guys together, rip up there, and and possibly a location in Tennessee, Tennessee or Kentucky. Yeah. So that that wouldn't be bad either. Yeah. We've ripped down to Tennessee a couple times. So, but we're getting to the people that make this possible. We'll get into the show. Um, Let's start off with Exodus. If you guys don't know. The render is on Amazon. Um, we both got one. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm excited to have two more of those ready to rip this year. Going to have hella mobile cams. No, not messing around. No. The uh, You get to a point where you're like, okay, I got three kids. I got a little bit extra money. What is the one thing that I'm always struggling with? And it's time. You're always mm-hmm. thinking about, I ain't got time and I was like I said, we were going through our steps and I was looking and I can point on my phone every weekend that we went and pulled cams because it's like 15,000 steps, 12,000 steps, 9,000, you know. Mm-hmm. So having two more mobiles in those spots that you want to check is going to save you every mobile is like 30 minutes of time in my book. You know, by the time you go out there, drive there, pull the card, come back, you look through the card. You're looking at the card where you got five minutes at work. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know exactly what's going on. So you're saving 30 minutes to an hour with every mobile cam that you purchase. And that's every time you check a cam. So if you if you add that up over the duration of a year, say you pull a cam six, eight times a year, that's 12 hours with two of those cams that we saved us on the minimum. So I was thinking about that today. I'm like, man, you just save so much time. They cost a little bit more, but the value is there just because that 12 hours that you would have spent going and getting that card or or looking at it when you got home, you can put that on, you know, spending time with your kids or shooting your bow or prepping this because that's one thing that we, that's our biggest challenge, just like going to an event like, you know, Mountain Fest. It's just the time to do it, mm-hmm. you know? So getting an extra mobile cam in your arsenal, we love Exodus, whether it's Exodus or, you know, any other brand, if you can do that, it's going to help you out so much. Um, and if you guys need any help setting them up, learning about them, um, don't be afraid to message us. We get some mobile cam questions quite a bit because people know that we just love running cams. Um, don't be afraid to message us. We don't know everything, but we've tried enough stuff that we kind of <laughs> got an idea of what we're doing and, uh, can help you out kind of, point you in a direction if you never had a mobile cam but i would highly suggest and getting them off amazon super nice especially if you need one in a pinch because i got mine in like three days with amazon prime so you need you need one like i need to get a cam in there right now it's getting hot and i want a mobile boom you don't even got to leave your house and you get it in three days say say you're say it's during the rut and you're 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 hunting every day you don't want to go to the store and waste because like we'd have to go damn near an hour yeah, and get one. We'd just be like, I'll put this order right offline, yeah. have it three days, and boom, we're ready to rip. So, all right, that's get off the tangent of the mobile can. But uh, <laughs> anytime we talk about cams on this, this it, it's, podcast, it's like it, 12 minutes. Yeah. 
We love Cam. We love him. Um, all right. You have last breath this week. Yeah. Uh, we have wrapped up turkey season, and Garrett was able to guide two extra turkey kills. Uh, and then here this past weekend, Garrett and Grant um, guided for our guy, Alan Yates. He come down here and got his first turkey, so congrats to Alan. And it was also a pretty cool hunt there because Grant also killed at the same time. So him and Alan doubled. And, uh, yeah, shout out to, to Grant and Garrett. Those guys just, just absolutely smashed turkeys. turkeys. They smashed deer too, but man, yeah. they absolutely crushed turkeys. <laughs> um, our turkey recap is we, you cannot get, if we did not worry about footage, we could have killed two turkeys, Yes, but with no, with no kill shot. So the camera saved two, three turkeys lives <laughs> yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. Three. Yeah. Three. Yeah. 100. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 100. Ugh. Camera saved three turkeys' lives this year. So that's just the – you got to pick – you got to pick a side. Yeah. You know, are you going to smash or are you going to get it on film? And with turkeys, for me, I want it, it's, I want it to be crispy, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. I could have smashed th- 30 seconds out of the roost, you know, <laughs> but just – not even, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Not Dude even. flies down. Boom. I could, we were right there, you know? It was on but, the ground for five seconds. Could have been dead. I've never had a turkey fly past me. Yeah, that's pretty Suck incredible. It looked like a pheasant out there. <laughs> 300 yards shot. Just straight. <gasps> didn't flap right at it. all. Just literally jumped off yeah. the limb and just started gliding. I was like, I'm okay. Like, <laughs> I see the midair. I was just going right by. I was like, Homie's damn on this it. side. Nice flat open creek bottom for him to land in. Primo spot. Homies over here. Bird flies past us in the thick ass bushes <laughs> right over here. <laughs> and I was like, I got him. Homies, there's no way for homie to get on him. So I'm like, well, I'll just try to Cody's wait head. for it to happen. You know, you try to wait for it to happen and then boop, 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 just <laughs> keeps going away and away and away. You know, you're like, oh, yeah. Oh. And then. I call it a turkey out of the timber up to the most primo fence you've ever seen out in the timber ever. And then he went back in the timber, goblin again, called him back out. He hammers 50 yards down the tree line before he comes out to the field. And we're looking, obviously, right there because we know he's right there. Never see him. Next thing we know, just a head running back in the timber over this yeah. hillside in the field. So, and that was after second season when we had a bird at 12 yards that was behind Jesse out in the middle yeah. of the field from the decoy. Yeah. So it, it, but, it, it's, but homie has this turkey where he can kill him. Yeah. He sees his head, but there's a giant bush and I don't have him because you would have had to shoot just, just the head is all you could see. Yeah, you know? Damn near through the bush. Yeah. And, and it was close enough, like 10 yards. You could have, dropped him but you get in that situation like the film is worth it you know like, so you gotta wait he's just gonna come right out here in the field he made it you know 80 yards out of the timber he's just gonna pop out here in the field and then little did we know that that fence was there and then he circled back around and come out where the fence was down so yeah got that in the but bank we uh we are the close call masters yes we, we have determined that we, we'll we were sitting out there pumping. and i was like i was like we always say that we're trash on this podcast at hunting, but we are always in the dice. We just have absolute terrible luck. Just terrible. the worst luck ever. We're just like, 
that guy with the dollar on the fishing line. That's every animal that we're hunting. Oh, oh, oh almost got me. Almost got me. Got to try harder than that. Uh, yeah. We're, we're just we right just, there. We just need that one little break to fall our way. And yeah. we would be like looking like a rock star. Yeah. But, you just, know, just bad luck. But all right. Back to Last Breath TV. Yeah. Which yeah. all that yeah. was pretty much associated with that. Um, launch party July 23rd in Davenport and we're going to have an after party. You guys are going to be enjoying the free beer and the free gear during the show. And let me tell you, when the show is over, you're going to feel sad because you're going to be like, damn, this is the end of the night. You're going to be like, I don't want it to end. So there's good news. We're going to keep partying and, um, not sure exactly where at yet, but we're going to let everybody know that wants to go and you're going to be able to come out hang out with us and just talk to us and hang out. If you want to talk about podcasting or hunting or the videos or last breath or talk to Grant and Garrett, how they reap turkeys or you know whatever you want to talk about, man. Um, that's what we're there for. We do this for you guys to come out and enjoy the night and, you know, just show you guys that we are normal guys with wives, kids, 50, 60 hour a week jobs and um, we just have an undesirable passion for hunting. Yeah, it's an absolute blast. The, like you said, at the end of the night, everybody's like, ah, and then we're like, it ain't over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're going down the street. <laughs> Let's go. You know, and some people, some people don't don't get down on that, which you know, that's awesome. Come enjoy the night, have a good time, try to get some free gear, go home. But anybody that wants to, you know, go out and tear it up. It's crazy when people want to tell, like they message us and they want to meet us one on one, and we're like, dude, we're when you meet us, you're gonna be disappointed. <laughs> I hope you didn't try. I'm absolutely nobody. <laughs> but uh, it's 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 really awesome when you meet a guy and you can you can tell him thank you for listening to the show, like you know, you know, in person, which we try to do as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So, all right, is that it? Yeah, that's it. All right, well, let's get into the show. All right, guys, we got Brandon on tonight from the the Mountain Archery Fest. How are you doing tonight, Brandon? I'm doing fantastic, gentlemen. How are you guys? We're doing good. We appreciate you coming on. I know that you're traveling down the road, and you said that'd be perfect. You could take a little pit stop and podcast for a while and um, take a break from the road. So we appreciate you coming on. You're welcome. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting in the world's largest truck stop, the Iowa 80 truck stop in Walcott, Iowa. I'm on my way yeah. to Chicago, and um, what a cool place to hang out. I don't know if yeah. you guys have ever been here, but it's pretty badass. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I've been there a bunch of times. Where I'm here, always if, working here, we're on video. There. We're on video, right? Here. Yeah. Check this out. Here. So there's there's one semi in here decked out all painted trailer i mean there's just about everything you could put on a semi lights chrome i mean you name it they used to have another semi over there that was called the um i think it was called the corn husker i think it was probably about 350 350 semi sitting there it's pretty pretty sick yeah it was pretty cool but well you're uh you're coming on to talk about the march the mountain archery fest um but before we do that just give the listeners a short introduction of who you are and what you do well, I'm Brandon Waddell. I live in Southwest Colorado in a little town called Hesperus at about 7,800 feet. Uh, I own a local water hauling company. We haul bulk potable water to people around the, around the, uh, the county. Me and my wife both own that. And, uh, but here recently, we last few years, we've been venturing out. I've 
I've taken a lot of things I've learned from a lot, a lot of different things I've done in my life. And now I'm figured out how to encompass it all into my passion of archery. And so we're on this three year, third year adventure of mountain archery fest. And right now we're still kind of stuck in the West. Uh, we had hoped to branch more into the Midwest and in towards the East this year, but last year kind of got squashed a little thanks to that crazy little bug. <laughs> um, and we're, uh, uh, in the process of, of just continuing to roll that up and get that going. But, you know, I'm just a bow hunter at heart, uh, happily married for 16 years. I have nine children, uh, ages 30 down to 14, mine, yours, ours, and theirs. And most of us hunt, not all of us hunt, not all of us eat wild game. Um, I do, but, um, some of my family doesn't, but I can tell you that we're just, you know, we're just American heartland, God-fearing workers down, you know, I mean, I'm just an American trucker doing my thing and, uh, but trying to grow myself into the archery passion and build something that can be really awesome for families like that are like mine. You know, I you really, know, um, I really love, uh, hearing those stories of, you know, somebody who has a really big passion for one thing. And you just hear a lot of guys talking about doing stuff or, you know, they have this idea, but they never take any action. So props to you for actually taking some action and uh, getting it turned into hopefully what you thought it would be from the get-go. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, I, I mean, we're still getting there. I mean, we're, we're still on the ground floor. Um, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm happy to say that we've had some great successful events over the last two years and we have a third year coming. That's going to be great. But um, I'll tell you, man, I'm a, I'm a doer. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a founder. I'm a creator, uh, and, a, and just a hard ass worker. And I just couldn't think of anything better to put all of my positive traits into than, um, than this mountain archery fest, which I want to create the most complete 3d archery, um, uh, event for families that, that I can make. Uh, and so, you know, we're, we're, we're working on it and with your help and, and letting people know what we're doing and, and other things, you know, we're working that out and, and we're keeping things going forward and, and, and we're excited. Yeah. We, we love 3d. We go to a couple a year and it's always fun. It's a, uh, you know, we're always giving each other a hard time. It's not like you're hunting, so you're not real serious and you're at, at the beginning, everybody's like trying to get warmed up. Then everybody's calling shots halfway through, you know, we're just having a good time. And, and, uh, I could see this being, you know, with what you guys got set up out there, it'd be a, it's a much more entertaining than what we're used to shooting. You know what I mean? But, uh, go into a little bit about the mountain archery fest and then we'll get into the Pope and young course, but just kind of give an overview of the mountain archery fest. Well, Mountain Archery Fest is designed uh, for every skill level, every discipline, and every age of archery. So from the ground up, from the practice course to the kids course to the beginner course, you know, all the way up, we're to the, to the ultimate hunter course. You know, we're always keeping in mind the fact that we want people to grow. So we want them to challenge themselves, but we want to build confidence, and we also want them to, to allow themselves plenty of room to progress in the sport you know it's not always just about hunting for me at the archery 
a lot of archery for me, my family, my children has been a lot about the discipline and the focus and, and the things that we can do. And, and so that's fantastic. So, I mean, you know, we really enjoy that. And so we just wanted to kind of encompass that and deliver it. And so we think that everywhere from vendor village all the way up to the things we do for the kids, t-shirts. And I mean, we're a big event, but we, we really hyper-focus on, on the family and the kids and, but also all the way up to that guy that likes to go with his buddies and go out and razz each other and call shots and, you know, and have side bets. And, you know, I mean, you couldn't imagine the stuff I hear that comes off the mountain, you know, it's some of the stuff yeah. that, you know, yeah. it's crazy. And, uh, you know, we have a competition on one day, which can get a little serious, but the rest of the mountain and all the courses are for fun and to just come and have a great time. And, um, but you know, we do, we do an Eastman's film night on Saturday night, which is amazing. And we show a lot of reality, you know, a lot of reality and a lot of failure, a lot of success. Um, because we really want people to really, um, you know, just like we were talking about earlier, understand how much hunting is this roller coaster, right? And so through Eastman's, we do a lot of that. We have a great mule deer uh, film, migration film that night, which is fantastic, which is, has some stuff in it that Eastman's has in Wyoming Game and Fish is able to document and it's fantastic. You know, I mean, the stuff that they're doing and they've learned about muleys is really cool. Um, and then, you know, uh, we have Second Chance Outdoors. We have a nonprofit for it's the heartbeat of America. Right. And, and that's where I'm sitting right now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm in the heartbeat of America and we want frontline workers, smoke jumpers, hardcore men and women that, that do the real deal stuff. We've got great discount codes for them. We want them to come and do stuff. So second chance outdoors, that's what they do. And so we brought them in for the second year as a nonprofit and they've got a cornhole tournament on Saturday afternoon. And that is a blast. I mean, you go up, you can almost shoot two courses. If you get an early start time, you know, if you register early and get an early start time, you can shoot two courses, come down cornhole and beer, raising money for people, heartbeat workers to get out and then go to the film night. I mean, it's an epic day of archery, but you know, working our way to the Friday is our Pope and young day for the most part. I mean, it is, it's just turned into that. Um, we have, the Pope and Young Pint Night, which is an awesome afternoon, becoming a Pope and Young member, really cheap, few free beers, bunch of swag. I mean, you get more stuff back than you give them money for your first year um, membership. And it, and they're totally, if you're an archer, I mean, look, if you're an archer, this is a call. If you're an archer, you should be a member of Pope and Young. You should be a member of your state organization. And you should be a member of your local organization. Hands down, period. No ifs, ands, or buts. That's where it should start. And from there, you can work up into your big organizations and Rocky Mountain Elk and QDMA and all these bigger, bigger national things, right? But you really should support your archery hardcore. So, sorry, little squirrel, little tangent. I'm a hardcore <laughs> archery guy. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but then after the pint night, then we have the Pope and Young three-course wild game dinner. So we get to see a little bit deeper into Pope and Young with that. We get an amazing dinner, a great speaker, some great things going on there. And it's just a great night of camaraderie with some, with some fellow minded people. So that's a good time. And that relationship for me with Pope and Young is a core element to my passion of archery, which leads us to the Pope and Young course. The Pope and Young course is the, is something I created. It's the 29 
North American World Records Slam, right? So I have the 29 antlers, horns, the whole course, the world records. I replicated all those horns and antlers with the world records. We I have engineered a way to put these heavy antlers and real size monster things on these foam targets. And I use I use a Kirsch um, hunting target, which is sold out of Wisconsin. Uh, you guys should look him up. He hands down the best target in the U.S. I promise you that right now. Um, better than Reinhardt. Better than than any of them. So um, we found a way to put these all in there. Get them set up. We have these awesome storyboards to where you can. You know, this is an educational course for you to take your family on. It's a beginner course. All the shots are less than 60 yards, so you can get up and close to these animals. You can grip and grin them. You can see what a mature animal looks like. And the storyboards are educational for the animals. We want you to know more about the animal. We want you to know more where they exist and where what they how they're doing and everything that's happening with them so that you can understand the species and you can get to know them so that you can um, just come to appreciate what this mature animal looks like, right? So I like, you know, like the, and that's the crazy part is, is that I'm going to tell you right now, I'll, you, I'll try to send you guys a link. So you guys in a picture of the whitetail, there are plenty of whitetails out there. And, oh, and this is a typical course. Okay. I don't have any velvet or any non-typicals on it. Okay. So it's just a straight typical 29. Um, but there's plenty of uh, whitetails out there that I'm sure your listeners have that are bigger that they just didn't want to put in the book or didn't want to put in Pope and Young because they may not know Pope and Young the way they need to know Pope and Young. So, um, and who they really are. It, the Pope and Young message got a little blurry for a while. And so there's a big generation gap in Pope and Young. And I feel that what we do and who we are bridges that gap from Pope and Young to your commonplace blue collar worker and your family to understand and realize what they are, who they are and what they do for archery on a national level. And so, you know, this is just a, a cool way to educate people. It's a one and only course. No one has ever done this. No one has ever put this together. I'm the only one that's ever done it. And, and, it, and I want people to see it. I want people to come shoot it. I want them to come know it and, and learn these animals and, and come see it. It's nothing like you've ever experienced before. I mean, shooting an elk that's only 37 yards away, a Rocky Mountain elk that is, you know, 400 inches of elk antler. <laughs> it, and then you get to walk up and pull your air out of it is just, and, and I tell you, these antlers, they're made by a company called um, Antlers by Klaus in Wisconsin. These things are so real, they'll blow your mind. I mean, they're amazing. There's hair that there's hair that makes it through the process that sticks off of these. I mean, it's resin, but it looks like a hair. It's they're absolutely beautiful. Um, so yeah, that's a long winded answer for what math is and, and the Pope and young course, um, but that pretty much embodies who we are. Uh, we're a family ran organization. My, my mom does, uh, helps, do all the cooking and take care of us. My wife does merch. My oldest does registration. Some of my kids work on the mountain. Some of them work in novelty. Um, one of them's my camp host. It's, it's, it's a ton of fun, gentlemen, what we do and what we're getting to experience and the smiles that I get to put on people's faces and the looks on their kids and 
even some of the old men and women that come off shooting their trad bows and they're so stoked, you know, it's like, it's just super cool to see. And that's math. That's badass, man. That the Pope of young course has to be incredible. Just to be like you said, to see it. Cause I don't even know all the record Pope and youngs, you know, just yeah. be able to go through every one of them and learn a little bit, look at the, you know, look at the animal and be like, damn, that thing's giant, you know, just to have some respect for, the you know mm-hmm. the legends out there that are are in the book right we got see, the mel it, johnson we got the mel johnson buck by us and every time i go into bass pro they got it and i go in there and i'm like man that thing is giant you know yeah so yeah. it's just cool to be able to see it you know all the time so it's a cool course um there i, I don't know anybody that shot it that didn't love it i mean whether you're an awesome archer or whether you're a beginner or a trad shooter, or it don't matter. It's a it's an awesome course to go shoot. It's just fun, you know. And and you know, and then from the Pope and Young course, we go up to the Eastman's course, you know, which is an intermediate course. So, you know, as you move up in the courses, all you're really experiencing is um, a little bit less predictable backdrops, um, a little bit more stuff possibly around you in your way. Uh, targets opening up or closing, you know, quartering to quartering away, um, uh, distances begin to open up a little bit more. So, but you know, when you get to the cryptic course, that gets a little bit more challenging for sure. But then our base map course, which is our ultimate hunter course is pretty awesome because that's a really realistic hunter scenario all the way through because you have to use the base map app, like, which is like, you know, like Onyx, um, mm-hmm. in order to navigate through the 3d course down the mountain. So I don't flag it. So you have to use your phone and you got to find your pin and then you got to, then you got to find your target. And so, you know, that course will have a lot more realistic hunting shots, you know, harder camouflage possibly um a little bit more challenging terrain for you to stand on you know slopage or different angles i mean your third axis has got to be on um and and you know and that's pretty cool because that means you get 25 hunting scenarios going down the hill where you have to use your phone and use your mind you got to use all your equipment you've got to get everything out you got to make sure it all you know and so i tell people when they do that one come in the camel you're going to hunt with come with your really come in the whole gear setup to shoot that one because then you'll know everything clears everything's good everything works right your boots are awesome you're you're you know some of our events are at ten thousand feet so and some of these and some of these aren't great footing so like you gotta have great boots you gotta have a good pack you gotta you gotta be prepared some i mean i'm not sending you you know on a on a 10 mile journey here, but at the same time, you gotta, uh, you gotta come prepared. So that's, it's kind of fun, you know, to get people out in that course and get them challenged, you know, yeah. get them, I'd right, have to bring get them ready. Arrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, they say that, you, get me you on know, a mountain, that, I'd be like, all right, whoa, <laughs> how many shots do we get? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how many right. bowling do we get per round? I'm going to need like 10. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that you don't want to send that many at, you know, some of those targets, you can retrieve your arrows, but a lot of them, if you miss, it's over. That arrow is, that arrow is gonzo. You know, either, either it's airmail or it's hit a rock or, you know, yeah. I mean, 
you know, it's like, as I get a little bit higher in those courses, I get a little bit, you know, well, my kids say that every now and they'll say, that's an evil shot. And I'm like, evil. Wow. That's hard. <laughs> so now I, so this year I, so this year I have a, uh, uh, PSE Evo evil that I just built oh, a couple nice. weeks ago. And I said, you're right. It's an evil shot. <laughs> I can, <laughs> I can make it. So, um, yeah, I tell you, man, I mean, it's, uh, every mountain's a little bit different as well. You know, each one has a little bit different characteristics, you know, and that's what I like about all the different things like that, because, you know, each one, even if you lived in the West, you'd still want to come participate at, you know, at one or two or three or all of them, really. I mean, I got one family, um, they're on Instagram. It's Epic Archery Unleashed. They are the first family ever to sign up for every event I have. I mean, these guys are, this family is amazing. And, um, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. You can, you can go follow them for what they're worth. They're an amazing family and they could use all the support you can give them. And they're because they've given me a ton and they're just, it's awesome. So purgatory is a nice little spot there nestled in Southwest Colorado. Um, you get to stare at what is called the Weemanooch Mountains, which if you know anything about Alaska, the Weemanooch Mountains are kind of compared to Alaska wilderness. Um, a lot of people think so. There's mountain goats there, different things, kind of same terrain, steep, steep, man. Um, you know, shoot, shoot a ram there and watch it fall 2,000 feet. Oh. Um, so, you know, that not that not that the shoots like that, but you get to you get to look over at the mountain range that kind of begins that. It's just absolutely picturesque awesome um and then uh eagle point our second one that's the one that's about ten thousand feet most everything starts at about ten thousand. i do have one course there that that'll probably go three and a half four miles last year i got a little long at five miles i got a little create a little too creative <laughs> and um uh so i'll shorten that one up but that's a really good one to come check out uh if, how you're doing uh physically um, because yeah. if you're, if you're not ready, that one right there, I'll tell you real quick. Um, <laughs> I, I so, no so doubt. you went over two areas. What's, what's every area that you have lined up for this year? So our listeners will know, you know, Thank where you. they can catch one of these. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, June 11th through the 13th, we're in Durango, Colorado at Purgatory Resort. And then a couple weeks later, June 26th through the 28th, 27th through 29th. Sorry, guys, I'm already working on 22's calendar today. Um, the two weeks later, the end of June, last weekend of June, we're at Eagle Point, Colorado, just outside of Beaver. And then July 9th through the 11th, we're at Lookout Pass, which is right on the border of Lookout and, or Idaho and Montana, uh, near Mullen, Idaho. And then our last event will be uh, July 25th through the 28th at Snow Basin Resort, just outside of Huntsville, which is really just outside of Ogden and Salt Lake. Um, so those are our four that we have, our four big math events we have this year. And then we'll have some mini maths that we'll be sprinkling in around those areas throughout the fall and next spring, leading into those big, big areas. But um, yeah, so that's our four right there. Nice, man. It sounds like it's not only a shoot, you know, it's a multi-day shoot, but it sounds like you guys got so much going on. You got a film festival, you got a meal, you're giving out as much knowledge as you can. You know, it's all for the family. I, I, you need to do it about like 
five, six more years for sure. So I can have an excuse to take my <laughs> two, two youngest boys out there. They're too little to take right now. I'd have to leave them on the yeah. top of that mountain. <laughs> no, no, you just have to take them on the easy courses and then, and then, you know, and that'd be fun. You'd enjoy that, that with them. Yeah. You'd have a great time yeah. doing that, but well, you know, we're going to be working our way out this way. I mean, I, it's pretty cool. Um, watching this whole thing kind of do what's doing, you know, I've, I'm really lucky. I have an amazing crew around me, my board and my volunteers, my family. Um, I tell you, I'm, I'm nothing without them. I can tell you that, um, you know, and, and that's a cool thing too. You can, uh, you can volunteer to work our events. I mean, you can volunteer to do setup, uh, volunteer a machine for setup. You can, your wife can, can work in registration while you shoot. Hello. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I haven't quite figured out what to do with, I haven't quite figured out what to do with um, like, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but I was thinking about it earlier that I should say, yeah, everybody can volunteer. We'll even take your kids. We'll put them. <laughs> I just don't know where I'm going to put them. Yeah. <laughs> like we'll sweatshop yeah. your kids. So you, so the parents can go shoot together and you leave your kids down here. We'll work them for you. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll get them to take the trash. We can, we can get them doing some something I'm sure. Right. But, but that's, but that's a cool thing. You can volunteer, uh, you know, if you're running a little on funds, you want to come out and shoot one of our shoots, come out, you know, and then volunteer. And then you can, you can just have your expenses to get there and stay and go back and no expenses for your shooting. And you can volunteer and have a great weekend. So, um, yeah, I mean, we, we just really try to make it available. We have camping, RV, tent spots. There's always, a com you know, there's some lodging accommodations, depending on the resort, right on site. Some don't have lodging right on site. So you got to find like a VRBO or, you know, a hotel 15 minutes away or something like that. But, um, but yeah, we're, you know, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's, it is. It's a whole weekend. And look, it's only it's $65 for one day, 95 for two, one and a quarter for three. I mean, you can't. You can't beat that because you you could shoot two courses per day. So, I mean, think about what you go pay to shoot just at your, you know, somewhere and you go shoot 25 or you go pay to do a 40 target comp or, or something like that. And then, but it has not, you don't get to ride the lift up and shoot down. You don't get the whole, the whole deal. Like, and you know, the, the dinner, the dinner's extra. That's 50 bucks for the Pope and Young dinner. Um, but the proceeds pay for the meal and go to Pope, the rest of it goes to Pope and Young. Um, but the movie night's free. Uh, the cornhole is free to watch, but it's, it's all a donation to enter your team to play tons of killer prizes to win from all our sponsors, you know, and all that. And, um, so, you know, it's in the, in the competition on Saturday is also a la carte. So those are our three a la cartes that we have. Otherwise everything else is included. So, I mean, you can still go have a great time um, on that sixty-five, ninety-five, one and a quarter, and um, and come away with a great weekend. I mean, you're going to meet a ton of new people in your life, and lots of you know, you know the peeps. They're just archery people are kick-ass. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. you're just good people. You know, all the way through. Hey, you go so, there. You're like, I'm going to have a lot in common that with every person yeah, here. Yeah, you know, you're just yeah, there's you're going to no fall into somewhere for sure. <laughs> But, and most of yeah, our, I mean, we, we, 
Go ahead. I was going to say, most of our shoots around here are like $10, but if if I went to a shoot and it was going to be like 20 or 30 but it was going to be a really exceptional like target, and, and I've seen some of the targets on, on your guys' Instagram page, and they are they look great. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, paying the 65 would be nothing because I know I'm going to get a great-looking target to shoot at every single time that you know I, I go to the next one and i think that'd be yeah definitely you're going worth for an it. adventure there you know you're paying to shoot you're also paying for the adventure part of it the like for, for a guy like mm-hmm. us to go there to go up in the mountains and have that scenery oh, you man. would be so out of your element yeah. every shot oh it would it would be, be just killer. an absolutely blast you know what i mean for the guys out west they're kind of probably in their element so for for hunting probably can't be can't beat it for getting ready, mm-hmm. you know, for the season. But for us, it would be a complete adventure, something out of the box that, and I've been to Idaho. I've been, you know, to Libby right there on the border up north and Sandpoint. And it's just oh, absolutely you, yeah, beautiful. You, you know exactly beautiful. where we're at. We're right there. Yeah. 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 Beautiful yeah. area, man. And, uh, yeah, I tell you, you know, like, I, unbelievable. So, uh, when we got up to that mountain, I went up there actually sight unseen. I, I chose that mountain, went up there, so I didn't see, and I had someone else look at it, and they said, yeah, yeah, it's great, and it's a great mountain. But they didn't really go up on the mountain and, you know, and look at it from, like, a target-setting perspective. Like, the woods are thick. Like, yeah. That was, it, was, it was hard to really set those 150 targets on that mountain. I mean, yeah. because it was it was more work than, than normal for us. Um, but but it was cool because it, it actually offered and provided some pretty – pretty cool shot opportunities because we had to totally manicure almost every shot so it worked out pretty neat but my family was like and then it rained a lot (laughs) while we were setting up and it was like dude it was crazy you'd have to ask my kids about this one i went down this run and i got this i got this little side by side and a trailer full of targets and and I'm going down this run and I'm like, well, we can go a little further and then we'll cut through right here. And I get down there and I'm like, oh man, I went just a little further. Yeah. A little further. It was too steep. And man, it got a little rodeo. I, I had to, I had to unhook that, take all the targets off of my kids. You know, they're like, this sucks. And we take them all off. We unhook the trailer and I turn around and I got to go up and I got to winch the trailer all the way up and all this stuff. And I tell the kids, I'm like, no, you just can't look. I'm like, look, no, look on my phone. No, just cut through the woods with the targets right there. Just the right there just right there you know and it's so thick they can't even walk through there i mean it was it was crazy it's always just right there yeah mm-hmm. if you look on your yeah. phone it's yeah. just right there yeah, yeah. it's just right there <laughs> for that 100 guys what is cut through the center it's just right yards. there yeah yeah no big deal <laughs> 87 ravines in between you and where it's at yeah yeah no like and you're buying those? No, it's just right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> yeah, so it was, you know, it's fun. I, I tell you, man, you know, cruising around with my family and, and my kids and going to do this has been so much fun, you guys. I mean, it, the it, we've had we've had such a great time. I mean, my, you know, I, this this time I'm going out on the road um, full time with my 20 year old daughter. My t- two 17 year old boys and my 14 year old son and a couple of my right hand men and my mom. And, um, and then everybody else is kind of dipping in and dipping out for the events. My wife, my oldest daughter, um, a couple other people kind of coming and going, but, um, 
with our core of us on the road and we i'm going to get this i'm going to get this big trailer and we're building a living unit in the front and they'll have a full kitchen living unit shop in it and they'll carry the whole everything we need and um and so in between these events i have about nine days and so we're gonna cruise cruise around and we're gonna park that thing and use this base camp nice. and we're gonna go adventure and go check stuff out and i'm so excited yeah that's, that's gonna, be, gonna cool. be awesome all that all that family time and then yeah. you get to do what you love you know and setting up and like you said seeing the people enjoy it um mm. and you know having having people enjoy an idea like the pope and young course i think that is brilliant you know to see to be able to shoot all those record book giant you know giant you know and or elk moose you know you're telling us yeah, about the moose being three yards i mean that's just yep. super cool yeah it's pretty neat i mean there's three moose five caribou right and then you've got you know um your muley your whitetail your coos your columbia blacktail your sick of blacktail um got your pronghorn uh and um mountain goat Let's see what else is in there and you got your bears and uh your cougar I don't know. I'm pretty much there. I think I'm probably forgetting something. Oh yeah. And the caribou are amazing. I mean, it's just that the, 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 I mean, it's so cool. Oh, all the sheep. Yep. You got your sheep too. So you got your four sheep. Um, and that's just, man, they're so big. They're so yeah. big. Okay. It's just, <laughs> they're just amazing. Um, they're just giant. The Rocky mountain bighorn is just a bruiser. Um, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's almost unfair. They just make these targets small. I mean, yeah. like, you know, but you know, this cool thing is, is developing this course, you know, it's, you know, I, I'm up in the game, you know, we, I mean, we core all our animals in between shoots. I mean, we, we recore, we repaint. I mean, that's what, you know, we, you will have a quality target. You will have, you know, you, you shoot that target. You won't have a pass through. You'll have a nice pull. Uh, it's, it's a good target. Great looking animal. Good one piece construction. Um, you know, you won't have to put the antlers back on. You won't have to readjust it and make it stand up. You don't, you don't do that. You go shoot, you have a great time and you'll get to shoot, you know, you could shoot 50 targets in a day. Um, 50 great epic targets all, you know, on the, on, on this awesome mountain, it, you know, and, and as we move Midwest and East, I mean, we're hoping we can stay on mountains somewhat. I mean, obviously that's kind of our gig, but you know, not every, not every state. We just want to find that when we get to your state, we're just going to enjoy the mountains you have. That's it. Yeah. We can make the best of that. We will. Yeah. You got to search do. hard. If you ever come around, <laughs> <laughs> you got to get in some ravines so, in the timber because there ain't nothing, but Wisconsin, you get up in Wisconsin, they got some nice hills up there. That'd be a good place to have it. Let to bring in some dirt, huh? Yeah, yeah, you do have to bring in some dirt because there, there ain't a mountain anywhere close to me. <laughs> hold our, hold our, hold our event over at the motocross track. Yeah, <laughs> we got some ravines that are pretty deep, but you'd have to get in the strip mines, old strip mines, mm. or go up in Wisconsin. Yeah. That's about the only hills you're gonna get around well, here. You know, we, we've looked at Wisconsin a little bit. I mean, you guys know, you guys know Brian Austin with Beast Mode Archery. You guys know him? Mm -hmm. I don't think we do. Yeah, no. you'll, you'll have to check him out. Great, great, great dude, man. He's one of my favorite gingers. Um, and he, uh, he lives, 
up in Wisconsin and does some events up there. He's got a couple shoots this summer uh, called the BMAC Games. It's a beast mode archery challenge games. It's um, you know, it's almost like uh, archery meets a little bit of tactical, kind of train to hunt thing. It's pretty, it's pretty sick. Um, right. And then, um, uh, yeah, and I, the one he's got coming up, he's got swap meet, um, dinner. I mean, he's doing all sorts of stuff. It's going to be a good weekend for him. He's a cool guy. But um, I was talking to him today, and we've been thinking about going to Wisconsin. But I'll, you know, I'll be honest, I think we're probably going to end up on that Minnesota side just a little bit, just because there's just a like you say there's better mountains and, mm-hmm. and geographically you know our other shoots that we're hoping to have will be you know just inside of montana um so that's a pretty good stretch just to even get to the eastern side of minnesota yeah. like you know if you just kind of look around a map you know kind of how we yeah montana is long <laughs> i drove all the way across that thing <laughs> sample that Idaho. is best all the way down 80 yeah. all the way back to illinois so it is a uh, long ways yeah you, you guys think it's long just because you guys can cross states here and like you know one after the other yeah, you know, like, yeah. like it's nothing you know? it's like a day to so. cross montana you're like i'm still in montana oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost yeah. as bad as north dakota north dakota isn't very long mm. but it, it's rough that is one of the roughest yeah. states yeah. to there's, get through there's well, nothing to look nothing. at same thing with south dakota yeah. there's nothing out there just, yeah, it's just no, a car. <laughs> just that's it. That's all you got. <laughs> Same thing as West uh, Texas. It's, like there's nothing. Yeah. 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 West Texas is the same way. Armadillo will take you out out there. That's the only damn thing to get in your way. <laughs> that and a cow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, for, for yeah, flatland guys like us, you know, if we were gonna go out to this, you were talking about having some gear, you're gonna be in the mountains. What you know, what, what do we need to expect and what's some stuff that we could do now and what's some stuff that we could bring to kind of make the trip better? Well, I think the, the thing you could do now is just, um, you know, shoot off the top of your roof, shoot uphill, shoot off unlevel footing. Uh, you know, you're definitely going to want to be dialed into about 80 yards, probably. You know, you're not, you don't have to really go much more than that. I might have a couple over that on I mean, I'll have some over a hundred, but for the most part, if you can tape to a hundred, that'd be good. But otherwise, you know, 80 is pretty decent. I mean, if you're still stacking pins, you know, I'm sorry, you should have an HHA single pin by now (laughs) um, so that you can go to a hundred yards pretty easy. Um, That I'd work on that. You just want to have a little longer game. Um, and you just want to definitely make sure your bow is tuned up and in check. You want to make sure you're, if you have a third axis, you want to make sure it's right so that you're trusting that bubble and you're really doing what you're supposed to be doing. Um, and then aside from that, um, equip, other side equipment, yeah, bring a few dozen arrows, come prepared. I mean, you can always buy my arrows, you know, from, from Aerotech if you want or, you know, from whoever and um, uh, at the event and get them fleshed up and get them done. But, you know, it's better just bring your own stuff um cheaper in the long run i think and uh sorry sponsors but it's the reality <laughs> of the deal um, yeah. yeah bring you know bring some bring bring arrows it's good to bring a pack with hydration um you know on the mountains we always encourage you to bring sunscreen um bug repellent um uh plenty of water extra arrows uh let's see um i'm sure my 
my family listens to me like in this and this and this um for me it's mostly just coming prepared to go into the outdoors right so just use common sense um but on these big shoots on these mountains it's awesome to put your arrows extra arrows in a backpack or you know things like that and have hydration have some snacks have just have stuff for you and your family yourself to go out and about um and then from there you got to have great footwear right so don't don't come break in a brand new pair of boots at my event you're not going to be stoked i mean most of it's all downhill travel for the most part but there is some uphill some some hiking involved i mean obviously even if you're going downhill i'm going to make you shoot uphill so you're going to have to hike up to get your arrow um so you know you got to imagine you're on the side of a mountain so that's really important rain gear is good comfortable clothes um you know just like me i bring a backup release everywhere i go you know i bring you know, I just bring tools, adjust my site, do this, do that. I mean, there's people there that can help you do that. But, you know, some people, I just like to tweak my own stuff, right? Um, and then aside from that, I would say physically, you need to you need to be in shape. I mean, and then I would start taking this thing from, it's from Wilderness Athlete. It's called Altitude Advantage. Um, I recommend it to everybody, any of my friends that come up even if they're coming from three, four, 5,000 feet, um, it doesn't matter. I live at 7,800 feet. I hunt at 10, 11, 12. I take it to go up there and I live there. I live, I live, I, I scout up there all the time, but when I'm going to go up there for five days a week or something and go pound the hill, I know I'm, my body's going to appreciate it. And so this altitude advantage kind of helps you get ready for that. And will really curb the idea of the whole altitude sickness. So if you work on that, I think you'll really, you'll thank me for that. Um, and then just hydrate, plenty of rest. You know, you're going to grind, grind, grind to leave to come out here. So, you know, that's what we all do, right? We work, we work our jobs, we take care of our wives, our families, we, we do our thing. And so, you know, if we're going to take time off, we're stacking it on one or the other, right? So just be careful, come refreshed, come prepared. Don't come wasted, tired, you, you know, you'll still have fun and you'll do well, but your body might not appreciate you for it. So, you know, just, that's kind of it. And then otherwise just mentally come ready to have a lot of fun. I'd say it's about yeah, it. Yeah, Come ready. You know, you're going to be, you're not going to your normal boat. You're going on an adventure. So you're come prepared yeah. <laughs> to, to have fun and go on an adventure for us. Like I said, it'd be completely out of our element, something that, anybody any of our listeners that are from the midwest if they went and did it i think it would step their archery game up hugely mm-hmm. compared to mm-hmm. you would come back to a 3d shoot here and you'd be like man this, i'm whooping all my buddies yeah. <laughs> this, yeah. this is chump change yeah. now so yeah. i uh i think it'd be like i said a, just an absolute blast of a time it would almost be like and if a guy wanted to go out west and, and for a hunt, this would be an awesome thing to prepare him if he was oh. from the Midwest and he was mm-hmm. like, man, next year I'm going to go out on a hunt. I've maybe never been out there, never shot my bow, but I'm going to go to this mm-hmm. archery fest and shoot 100 times, 200 times in the mountains. And then, like you said, you got that course where it's set up as real as hunting as you can get. There's huge value into that as someone that's going to go out on an elk hunt or a mule deer and have remotely kind of no idea what they're doing. They're just going to go out there. At least they have some time shooting in that situation. That'd be huge, hugely valuable. I think. How, uh, how long are yeah, these courses the, uh, taken, uh, the shooters to complete? Uh, it, it, de- it depends. I mean, um, 
two and a half to four hours. It depends on the mountain. Um, some mountains are a little shorter, some are a little longer, um, you know, from the top to the bottom. So, um, but not, not that long, really. I mean, I think last year, like Idaho, everybody, I mean, we were getting courses done in two and a half, three, you know, so, um, you know, we stagger, we send people up in six person groups and they go and they're staggered 15 minutes apart from each other going up. So, um, so we spread you out on the mountain pretty good to where you're not, as long as you're not shooting three times or, you know, being Joe Hollywood filming yourself and your crew and backing up the whole world on the mountain, everybody should come down the hill and have a great time not run into each other not get backed up not have to wait that kind of thing it, you know six people shooting doing their thing their normal gig goes pretty good the time you know, it gets backed up is you get a group of trad hunters stuck in the middle of you know six pro dudes on one end and you know six sharpshooters on the other side and we usually have to make a quick adjustment right there because, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just not gonna work out yeah. um but you know, I mean, but at the same time, those people, they get it. The trad guys right away will be like, yeah, pass us. You know, they, yeah. they, they've done this before. So the trad guys um, are so laid back anyways, as it is. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. Like, yeah, go yeah they're back. laid back. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they they have to be laid back because they got to take plenty of time to go look for their arrows. Yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they never shoot just one. So, you know, I've learned a lot the last couple of years about trad shooters. So I got a good surprise for trad shooters next year. I'm they're going to be really stoked next year at math. Cause I got, I've created something in my mind. I'm going to make next year that, um, it's going to be a nice course just for them. And they're, and they're going to dig it. I mean, even, even, even compound shooters would like to shoot it, but it'll be really, really trad friendly. So nice. Um, they can shoot three, four or five arrows per shooting station and then spend all day looking for them. I don't care. And <laughs> everybody will have a great time. <laughs> Well, uh, so, yeah, where, uh, where they can find you, your socials and where they can find mm-hmm. some more information about. So mountain archery fest can be found on Instagram, Facebook, and at mountainarcheryfest.com for the time being. Um, we haven't really explored too many other places at this point. Uh, you can find us on, uh, Eastman's elevated podcast and the white tail legacy podcast. Nice. That's where you can find me. <laughs> right on. Well, 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 just another shout out to you for chasing, you know, your passion and starting this. Like homie said at the beginning, people talk about, man, it'd be really cool if I did this or did that. And we, that's kind of how this podcast started. We're like, man, it'd be cool if we had a podcast. We'd learn a bunch of stuff. We would get to meet people. And then we did it just like you, you know, you're learning stuff about trad guys, mm-hmm. you're meeting stuff, you're, and you're making an event for people to go to that, if there isn't guys out like you creating this stuff, there's there you're never people could never have that experience of going and shooting all the world class Pope and Young trophies ever, you know. So, right. mm-hmm. huge shout out to you. I know it's a uh, ton of work. It sounds like for you guys, but it sounds like it's a labor of love with you and your whole family. So, uh, yeah. just a shout out to you for putting it on, and hopefully, thank you. If you do get a little bit closer. I mean, it'd be about 20. We'd have to fly if we were going to it for us, you know, but well, hopefully you get a little closer. We'll, we'll make it out there. Uh, like I said, I would love to shoot it. Um, and it, like I said, when my kids get a little bigger, it would definitely be an adventure for them that they would remember mm-hmm. forever when they went out in the mountains and shot, shot with their dad. So 
Well, you need to start putting in for hunt. You need to start putting in for hunts out there. See, and then when then when you draw the tags or whatever, then you can go out and shoot math and scout at the same time. Yeah, you I like scout, that. You I like really that. Shoot. <laughs> It's all one trip, and then you know it's a little less on the wife, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, on no the home balance, right? Yeah, yeah. I can see a but lot. Like guys... I can see a lot of Midwest guys that are interested in hunting out there, just interested in learning a little bit more about it. Really being huge to go out there and shoot that many times in that yeah. in the scenario. Well, um, we, you know, we've got some, you know, um, feed the obsession outdoors guys they're all over the place out here in the midwest really but um just a bunch just a big collection of, of bros you know just get going outside getting it done but um those guys carpooled in a minivan man from goddamn tennessee yeah. all the way out there yeah yeah dude it was it was like i don't remember what they said i think it was 24 26 27 yeah. hours or something in a minivan man and there was like one two three four there was six of them in there you know that's the way yeah. to do it you know that's right everybody yeah, every, yeah everybody out east man that's the way to do it man you know just just throw all your gear in the back of a bunch of boys and motor you know yeah i mean they straight flat drove it right on through man it was great and uh yeah you have to check out their stuff man they've got a kick they've got a really kick-ass um uh three-part series of coming out to purgatory um on youtube it's feed the obsession outdoors and those guys that'd be a cool place for you to just check out the pope and young course i mean like see yeah. the videos see see the mountain the whole thing it's just a great time so right on um I, yeah i don't mean to name drop those guys on your podcast but they're oh, the ones no, that came out and filmed will, it all yeah we uh <laughs> we're always we always want to share the love we want everybody to grow that's yeah, part that's, of it that's so, the yeah. best thing about having a yeah. podcast yeah. we can you know people people want to get something out this is a great avenue for they know if someone's listening to this they're going to be like-minded people that are pr probably going to enjoy mm -hmm. you know going out and shooting their bow so that's right that's why we we loved having you on we don't want to take up your whole night man we know you got some driving to All do good. but uh safe yeah. travels to you and we appreciate you coming on hey right on man i appreciate you guys and you know hey this is brandon waddell and i'm on whitetail legacy podcast Let's go. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed that episode. Um, if you can make it to any of this event, um, they would be absolutely incredible. Uh, he said Whitetail 10, right? Yes. Whitetail 10 is a promo code. Get you 10% off of the entry fee to shoot on any of the events yeah. for this year. So he wanted to give kind of a, a, you know, a gift to our listeners just to say thank you for setting through the podcast. Listen to him. 10% off any of the shoots. If you do make it out there, use Whitetail 10 and 10% uh, off any, you know, one, two or three days. So that's that's pretty awesome. Um, like I said, just a really cool event that if he never would have got his family involved, been passionate about it, never would have you know come come to fruition how do you say that fruition 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 yeah okay homie nailed it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i haven't messed up on a podcast like that in no, a while yeah, so yeah, i gotta give the real good something to really laugh about be yeah, like god yeah. this guy is terrible <laughs> <laughs> well they know what you mean but so. uh yeah yeah they know what i mean <laughs> uh. 
we hope you guys are listening uh, enjoy this episode and listen to us ramble but like i said we're excited to bring this year's content to you uh, like we always say try to do the right thing leave a legacy and whitetail legacy is out